We continue with the Daily Sports Feed on ESPN Harrisonburg. I am Dave Rigard. A pleasure to have you along. We've got Game 5 of the RCBL Championship Series tonight here on ESPN Harrisonburg. Could be the clincher for the Shockers. They lead 3-1 in that best of seven series. Over the defending champs in the top seed after the, the regular season champs, Bridgewater uh, went 22-6 and in the regular season, but the Shockers now lead three games to one after a 10-3 win on Saturday. And the winning pitcher in that game was Kirk Messick, a complete game, allowed just two earned runs, struck out six, walked one, gave up nine hits, only threw 91 pitches. He joins me on the show right now. Hi, Kirk. How are you, sir? Doing great. Thanks for having me. Well, thanks for coming on. Congrats on the win on Saturday. That was a big one for you guys to take the 3-1 series lead. Absolutely. Yeah, that was a really big win for us. Um, yeah, like you said, to get that two-game advantage on them and uh, put all the pressure on them to win three straight. I know you've been battling some injuries, but how did you feel throwing the 91, only 91 pitches in the ninth inning, so it was pretty efficient, but how did you feel on Saturday? Uh, pretty good. I wasn't sure how it was going to be. I was a little, My shoulder was a little tight before the game got going and uh, did a little extra stretching and once I got going, I think it loosened up pretty good. I think having the, uh, I don't know, it was about eight or nine days rest mm-hmm. since that Clover Hill outing, uh, I think helps just being able to take some time off and uh, just get get healthy. You haven't had a ton of that throughout the, the throughout the summer. You, you've thrown a lot of innings. Was it was it did it make a difference to have that much time off? Um, usually I don't like to have that much time off. Yeah. Um, but uh, I think in this case i think it helped um benefited us we were able to have some of our other pitchers step up uh in those first three games and then matt house got there towards the end of uh game three but having those other guys step up and letting myself and him matt house uh have a little extra rest after that uh semifinal series against clover hill i think was really beneficial to the entire team you want to talk about the the guys that have thrown here in the series so far that did a really good job but tell me about your outing on saturday only 91 pitches what did you have working on saturday that was so effective to to make that an efficient start for you Uh, i had all three of my pitches fastball curveball change up everything was down in the zone and uh just able to relocate really well um as opposed to that last outing I had at Clover Hill, my changeup, I just I think with my shoulder being tight, just couldn't get around on the pitch, and it was just really far outside. But um, the other night there against Bridgewater, everything was down in the zone like I typically attempt to do, and uh, was just able to keep them off balance. They didn't hit the ball overly hard against me and uh, just kept everything down in the zone. And six strikeouts, actually, for you, that's quite a few in that game. <laughs> In this day and age, more than three or four strikeouts is uh, a lot for me. So, yeah, it was, uh, like I said, everything was working pretty good and kept them off balance. And, uh, yeah. You know, the one thing that, that's been really good in this series that has paid off for you guys is your defense. And, and we've talked about this. I've talked about it with Coach Potts. But, again, you guys aren't tremendously high strikeout pitchers, and, and you haven't been in this series. But your defense has been so good behind you, getting at double plays or getting out of jams and just making making the routine plays, which sometimes that can be be hard to do. But I know you and your, your pitching staff, you guys have so much confidence in what you guys can do defensively, don't you? Yes. Um I think the last few years, one of our um, big perks to our team has been our defense. I mean, like they, the guys always talk about the three phases, um, but you know our pitching's usually pretty decent. Our hitting's usually usually pretty decent, but our defense is just phenomenal for the most part for the last couple of years, especially this season. Um, I never like to get runners on base, but when I do get them on base, I don't worry because I know if I get a ground ball. I'm pretty high probability I'm going to get a double play or um, if guys are running the bases, our guys are going to find somebody that's 
maybe being a little too aggressive on those bases, and we're going to throw them out and get them out of the inning. And so I always look up to my defense for the help they give me. Okay, we're talking with Kirk Messick, pitcher for the Shockers. They picked up a win on Saturday, 10-3. He threw a complete game, just 91 pitches to get that complete game victory as they won again 10-3. Lead the series three games to one, game five tonight in Bridgewater as they can win their second championship in five years. Reds will try and stave off elimination. And, you know, talk about some of the young pitchers that you guys have had so far. And, and Coach Potts, Potts mentioned this before the, the series began, that just with as many innings as you and Matt have thrown, that you're going to have to have some guys step up. And in Game 1, it was Cam Cummins and, and Jaden Click who th- did, did a good job. Uh, Pierce did a decent job in Game 2, and then all of a sudden Caden Spade came in and hadn't thrown great but but kept you guys in it despite losing that game. Um, and then Mason Lynn had a really good outing before Matt took over the rest of the game. Um, in game number three, obviously you took care of game four. But talk about just this pitching staff as a whole. You guys have really done a good job against a great hitting lineup. Definitely. Uh, like Matt House and I have been the workhorses for the majority of the season. And as you noted to Coach Potts said, some other guys were going to have to step up. Some guys that maybe didn't get as many innings as they wanted or just weren't available to come to as many games as we would have liked them right. to be. Um, but They've, everybody's been there for the finals, and those guys have really shined when we needed them to come up big for us, uh, especially, like you said, Cam and uh, Jaden Click really stepped up big in game one, and uh, Matt House came in and did his best to limit the damage there in game two, and then uh, Mason Lynn just huge in game three for yeah. us, and uh, we'd like to use him a lot more, um, but uh, he's you know just getting into the pitching thing, and working on his pitch counts and things like that, trying not to overuse him a little bit. And, um, but then, uh, yeah, and then the other night, game four was huge. You know, for you to, to kind of be the, obviously the veteran on this staff and, and they all look up to you and you essentially kind of are their pitching coach and kind of show them the ropes. But to, to see a guy like Mason Lynn and, and Jaden Click and those guys not have a ton of success in the regular season or even that many opportunities, but have success against one of the best teams in the league on a high stage, more pressure and everything like that, that has to make you pretty proud. It does. It does. Uh, during the regular season, um, some of our other pitchers, you know, had some control issues and things like that, which in, in return limited some of their usability. Um, but here in the playoffs, when those guys have had their number called, they've stepped up and pounded the strike zone and just helped us get to where we are right now. And I know we wouldn't be this far into the playoffs without those other pitchers stepping up and into those roles. We're talking to Kirk Messick, starting pitcher for the Shockers. They've got a 3-1 series lead in the RCBL Championship Series. As Game 5 is this evening. We'll have the game for you on ESPN Harrisonburg over in Bridgewater. Again, Shockers lead at three games to one. And the one thing that, that you've done a, a pretty good job of, too, is you've been without a few guys here and there. Nick Arnold didn't play the first couple of games. Frankie Ritter wasn't available in, in Game 4. And you're still finding ways to, to still play good defense with, with the guys you have. Uh, Connor Hauser hadn't played in the series. He gets two hits in, in, in the game on, on Saturday. Luke Keister continues to do what he does. The, the lineup was different on Saturday and still scored 10 runs. Guys are just stepping up in, 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 in different roles that they didn't have in the regular season. That's probably exciting to see, too, is just, hey, this is a, a true team, and whoever's available, let, let's just let's go to battle. Yes, definitely. The uh, guys have just found... You know, they just kind of stepped into positions that maybe they don't play regularly or um, things along that line, but they stepped into those roles and done what we've asked them to do and showed success for us. And uh, like you said, Luke Keister is just hitting the cover off the ball right now. I just can't seem to get him out. I've told uh, 
one of the Bridgewater guys the other day. I said, I'm glad I don't have to pitch to him because he would be really frustrating to pitch to. Uh, it doesn't seem, it doesn't really matter what kind of pitch you throw him. He just always finds a way to get on base. And, uh, some of those other guys are just really starting to step up and get on the base for us. And, uh, base running has been really good and getting guys in scoring position. And then the next guys up are doing their job, finding a double in the gap and scoring runs. Over half of your runs have been knocked in in the series with two outs. And to win championships, to win series, to win big games, you have to have that situational hitting. What is it about your guys and, and hitting with two outs? It doesn't seem – it seems like they've got a tremendous approach. It doesn't seem to phase them at all. But that, that's, that's been one of the biggest keys in this series, though, that, that two-out hitting with you guys. I think the approach has, for some of those guys, has changed. And we've talked about that in the dugout after some of the other series. Is like you guys have got to find a different approach whether there are two outs, one out, no outs, um, some of your approaches just need to change a little bit. And those guys have really taken that to heart and adjusted their approach, whether instead of it trying to you know, hit a home run or hit a double in the gap, just find a little blue pit or just find a way to get on base, whether it's a bunt or whatever it is. Um, those guys are just making the needed adjustments and it's paying off big time right now. Again, we're talking about Kirk Messick, starting pitcher for the Shockers. They lead 3-1 in the best of seven RCBL Championship Series. They'll play game five this evening over in Bridgewater. We'll have it here on ESPN Harrisonburg. All right, talk more about Luke. I got a chance to talk to him last week, and, and I know you guys are razzing him about the interview and everything, but he has been like unbelievably good in this series. He's 12 for 19 with eight RBI in four games played. He hasn't struck out since the regular season. He's only struck out five times the entire year. Are you amazed by what he's doing at the plate right now, too? Yes, I have not seen somebody that is, like I already said, just so incredibly difficult to get out. I mean, he's not really a home run type of hitting guy, right. um, but he's definitely a hit it in the gap, or he hits it just short enough in front of those outfielders they can't make a play on it. And um, it's just incredible to see his progression from where he started with us a few years ago to where he has been able to take his game. I mean, the guy is willing to put in whatever amount of work it takes to make himself better, and he's always trying to get better. And then once he gets on the bases, he's just super aggressive and wants to score that run. And in, in against Cloverhill and against Bridgewater, again, they were the top two seeds. All he's done is go 20 out of 35 with seven doubles and 15 RBI with zero strikeouts against two really good pitching staffs. It's just been – it's unbelievable what he's doing right now. So um, he – I would I would imagine, and you mentioned this earlier, that you were telling the Bridgewater guys he'd be tough to pitch to just because he puts the ball in play, he'll get bloop singles, he'll hit it hard, it doesn't matter, but he would be a pain in the butt to, to, to pitch against, wouldn't he? Yeah, definitely. I just – I would not – he's like one guy – like there's a couple guys I don't want to face when I'm pitching, but – uh, from the guys on our team, like he is that one guy that just at least right now is so locked in that you just I don't know how to get him out. Yeah. Like I just keep when I'm watching him from coaching first base, I'm watching him. He gets he might go down 0-2 on the right. first two pitches, and I'm like, I don't think he's he's not going to strike out. He's going to find a way to put the ball <laughs> in play, or he's going to draw, draw one of those rare walks that he even gets. Right. Yeah. And uh, and then he finds a way, even an infield single. He just hustles down the line and beats it out, and it's just. It's a, it's really fun to watch him play. Yeah, and he's only struck or only walked seven times the entire year, so he's always up there hacking away, spoiling pitches, getting on base somehow. He's up to like four thirty two overall 
on the entire year. But it's it's been pretty magical to watch what he's done so far. And honestly, in, in this series, you're two, three, and four. Frankie Ritter, norm, normally you're, you're two hitter. He didn't play obviously on Saturday, but but Frankie, Luke, and then Pierce, um, those guys have been really locked in. That part of your order has been unbelievably good. Yeah, uh, Coach Potts and I, when we when he's putting those lineups together, he likes those guys where they are. I mean, we've talked about moving them around a little bit, you know, trying to get a little more uh, activity in other parts of the lineup that are struggling a little bit. But it's just like if those three guys, four or five guys at the top, can all get on base and do what they normally do, we've got a good chance of getting three runs just in the first inning on the first th- five guys that are hitting. Um, so we kind of like leaving that little core together there. Yeah. And, yeah, when they're all locked in, it's really hard to get those guys out. Yeah, it is. They've been unbelievable so far in this series. All right, what's the key when you're when you're going up against this Bridgewater? Again, we're talking to Kirk Messick, the starting pitcher for the uh, Shockers, that picked up a win on Saturday. They're up 3-1 in the series. What's the key against this Bridgewater lineup? Because, again, up and down their lineup, they're really talented. They've got, again, their, their first six guys are really good, and the bottom part is good as well. But what's the key against this, and what, what have you guys done a pretty good job of so far against these guys? I would say the thing that we've done the best job of is keeping them all balanced. Mm-hmm. I think the pitching, it really comes down to a lot of that pitching and just making the right pitches and the right situations. Um, CJ Morton, one of our other coaches, he does a lot of the pitch calling, and he's really good about thinking about the hitters and like how, how he wants to pitch to them in this situation um, and who, who the pitcher is actually on the mound for us and what pitches they can locate the best. And he's done a really good job calling the pitches that keeps them off balance. I think Matt House the other night was calling pitches for me from second base. Um, so it's either Matt House or CJ. Normally it's CJ, but those guys just call really great, really good ball games. And uh, I think we've just kept Bridgewater off balance really well. And then, of course, when the ball is put in play, our defense is just a bunch of standouts that are just making plays, diving, double plays, whatever they got to do. They're not going to let that ball hit the ground if they can avoid it. And the one thing uh, I talked about, the situational hitting with two outs with you guys has been phenomenal. You've done a good job of limiting some of the, the, the potential big innings that they could have and maybe just giving up one run. bases. Heck, they left the bases loaded three times um, in Game 3. That that does not happen very often. Maybe it was – I think it was actually four times in Game 3. But that – just being able to get out of those jams too and, and making the right pitch to keep them off balance and not give up an extra run when there's two outs, that's been really key in this series too. Yeah, it has. Um, I was just thinking when you were making the comment about the other night, they, I think it was three or four times. Yeah, they left at least the three. I think it might have been four. Yeah, and it was like, I think a lot of those situations, it was either was zero outs or there might have been yeah, one out when absolutely. the bases got loaded. And it, was, it was one of those times when you're like, uh-oh, this could be really bad. And um, the pitching stepped up and uh, hit their spots, and we got out of those jams. And because um, otherwise, those games could have went a complete different direction. And uh, I think the other night when I was pitching, I think I had one or two runners on base a couple times without any outs, and again was able to yeah. make the right pitches and get out of those jams. Right, no question. We're talking to Kirk Mess again from the Shockers for a few more minutes. And all right, I know they always say this: no matter what series it is, in, in basketball, foot, baseball, whatever it is. The last game to, to close out a series is the most difficult. What's it going to take to, to finish off this series, whether that's tonight, uh, tomorrow, whenever that is? What's it going to take to to win this series? I think just us completing, again, like those guys always say, the three phases of the game. Um, I think if our pitching comes tonight and uh, hits their spots, our defense will back them up, and I think our hitting uh, will, will be there just like it's been. I think we're probably going to see Chris Huffman tonight. I think I it's his imagine. turn in the – 
in the rotation and obviously a massive game for Bridgewater. So they're going to probably put him out there. And uh, the last two times we've faced Chris, our guys have done a really good job yeah. getting hits and runs off of him. So, you know, hopefully we can continue that tonight and uh, we'll be able to finish this thing out. Should be a lot of fun. Again, you can hear it right here on ESPN. Harrisburg, it's game five. Shockers up 3-1. They can win a championship tonight. Or will the Reds stave off elimination and live to play another game? We'll find out. All right, Kirk, I appreciate your time as always. Thank you very much. Congrats on Saturday's victory for you individually and for the team, and good luck the rest of the way. Thank you so much for having me.